All right, Sean, time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Um, I think we can save the uh, championship talk for a couple more days now, Shime. I think we might have been... Uh, yeah, I would sure. I would say so. Yikes. That's That was just... That's such an ugly game, Yikes. man. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. You have a chance to win the series, go to the finals, take on the Warriors at home, game six, coming off a huge win in game five. Your best player has 30 points uh, and is shooting 75% from the field, and yet you lose. Hey, that's not good. It's, t- it's tough to it's tough to compute this morning. You know, we're recording this at 11 o'clock, a little bit later than normally on Saturdays, but uh, I'm glad at the time because going back and watching it was just, you know, I, I, have, I wrote down three things, Shime. We'll get to the betting, which was not good. Uh, we'll look ahead to game seven and some early odds there in a second. But uh, I, I, if Marcus Smart is going to be the defensive player of the year. I need a better effort on Jimmy Butler. I, I, I know, I know he, he hit some rewatching the game this morning, hit some amazing shots shine, but if he's the defensive player of the year, he can't constantly being worked. Can't constantly be being worked, excuse me, by Butler. And then Grant Williams, who's, you know, comparing himself to Draymond Green and Charles Barkley, you know, yes. SI, he sucked. Now he got foul trouble, which we'll get to, but those guys yeah. did nothing. And look, I, they weren't ready to defend Jimmy Butler. Maybe they thought like I did that Jimmy Butler was done, but that's the first thing I had written down was Smart and Williams' bad job on Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Smart was the the guy that stuck out to me the most. Um, one of nine from three, like just uh, he hit the one great corner three there, and I think he got, and he got the end one four with point it, play, but, yeah, yeah, which is great. But you're you missed eight other three point shots. And you had more shots taken as Marcus Smart than Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown in the game. Ugh. Like that, sh- that should never happen, especially when Tatum is nine of twelve from the field and eight of eight from the free throw line. That should never happen. I don't care who you. I mean, it's just it's infuriating. I, I don't understand it at all. It's the old Marcus Smart, the one who wants to be way too involved in the offense instead of getting other guys around. Like Tatum did a better job of getting other people involved. Derek White was awesome. Yep off the bench last night as a positive. Maybe he's somebody you can lean on in game seven. I, I thought number two, and I hate to pick out one spot in the game shine, but 99-99, Jalen Brown at the free throw line. Bricks to Bricks them. and both. And that that felt like it took the air out of the building. They had stormed back from 13 down. Like, I, I don't know how you thought, but I thought they were going to – I thought, well, they made the comeback. They jumped back in front. They're going to win. Like, I, I thought they were going to win the game. Yeah, I did too. And then you got even more derailed when when Jalen Brown got that offensive foul. I, I don't think that's an offensive foul. I don't necessarily think it's a block, but I, it's more of a moving block than it is a, an offensive foul. Um, and, and so to me, that was just that was so frustrating that the way that grinded to a halt there um, was tough. It, it I understand people that are complaining about referees just because, and not even from the perspective that they were bad, but just because there were so many calls that there was like no rhythm to the game. Like I understand that, but at the same time, you got to fight through that. And and Tatum and Brown have to have more than a combined two shots from yeah. the field uh, in the fourth quarter, oh. and they can't have four turnovers. Yeah, the turnovers were killer. Tatum only has got to the free throw line a bunch in the fourth quarter, but the, the turnovers are bad. It's funny you mentioned the officiating because that's number three. Like I, I am not the guy who's going to sit here and this morning and say the Celtics lost because of officiating, but the officiating sucked. It sucked on both yep. sides, took the rhythm out of the game, and I thought in particular in the first half it sucked more for the Celtics. There were some very big ticky-tack fouls that, you know, Van Gundy had a hard time not laughing on the replays on ABC. 
Like, I, again, didn't cost them the game shine, but the refs sucked, and I thought they were trying to keep Miami in it earlier with some of their calls, in my opinion. I mean, you can you you just know that there were so many fouls. Kyle Lowry fouled out. Max Struess fouled out. Grant had, what, five? Like, Al had Al five. Al had four or five, and, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean... It's so hard. Like, it's game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. Put your whistles away. Just stop it. Like, what are we doing? So, as you can tell, this is not a celebration Saturday. Uh, it's a game nope. seven Saturday because we got to prep for game seven tomorrow. Uh, recapping the betting for us, uh, Celtics, <laughs> X, and uh, over was a winner. Celtics yep. halftime line, and Jalen Brown rebounds. Thanks for the six out of six and a half, Jalen. That didn't work out, and. Uh, what about on your card, Sean? Uh, I went under Marcus Smart assists. That cash. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Marcus out here doing nothing. Uh, and then I had mentioned Jalen or uh, Jason Tatum assist. I didn't play it, um, so I'm not going to take credit like I did. But uh, that was set at five and a half, and he had, I want to say he had six. Um, so that that would have, have cashed. Yeah, he's been a good distributor. I mean, that's the one thing in Tatum's game. I, I think he could have been more aggressive last night and should have told Marcus to yep. shut up and, and get him more involved. I, but. I think it's inherently a Jason Tatum issue right now. Uh, like for him personally, he's just not alpha enough. A and that's how I feel. Like he should be demanding. It shouldn't be a, yeah, we were trying to get the ball to Jason there towards the end of the game. And we just could like, cause after the game, I think Jason said, yeah, the defense they were playing. It, it really just didn't kind of come to me or something like that. I don't, I, I don't care what defense you make it like. come to you. Yeah. You, whether you're you're LeBron James or you're Kevin Durant or you're Kawhi or you're Steph Curry or any of those guys, they are demanding the ball in the final few minutes of the game. And Jason Tatum was not doing that. Yeah, it was frustrating. Really, really frustrating as a Celtics fan. Uh, I think people, myself included, I mean, we spent, uh, listen to the station all day. We all did the same thing. Start talking about the Warriors and advancing. And I, the one other piece of this, in the, the, the bounce back for Lowry and Butlersheim, I, I wouldn't have forget betting for a second, like predicted these, they look done. They look cooked. Yeah. And it, Jimmy Butler looked like it was, you know, just started the season. He looked healthy all of a sudden. So like, I, that's the part I guess I, I didn't account for enough. I, I, I played too much into their injuries and how banged up they were. Cause they were so sluggish in the second half, but like those two guys look great and looked healthy. Last yeah. Week. And I, I mean, we'll talk a lot about game seven tomorrow, but, uh, I just I don't think Kyle Lowry can replicate what he did last night. Like I think that was Couple everything he had. Threes. Ugh. Yeah, but I I think he put everything he had into that game to make sure they didn't get eliminated and it went seven. Uh, but Jimmy Butler scares me because I think that can be replicated, uh, and so that's kind of what makes me nervous for Game Seven. All right, Game Seven. Uh, the line open two and a half. Celtics is a road favorite in Game Seven. It is still uh, where I'm looking at that. DraftKings is two and a half. What does FanDuel have it at? Chime. Uh, I believe it's also two and a half. Hold on. I didn't have Fandle up. I had DraftKings up as well. Um, yeah, also two and a half. So I, I'll explain this real quickly. Sometimes I, I go fast through this, but the, the well, I'll mention the number of bets and versus number of money. While that's significant is when there are fewer bets but more money, that's a sign of bigger bets. Okay, so when I go through this, I will tell you that so far, 69% of the bets but only 55% of the money is on the Celtics minus the two and a half. Ratio is 31% to 45% of the money. So there's more sharp money early on on the heat, getting two and a half points to home dog, which makes sense. I think that uh, sharp you know, professional handicappers are going to want to you know, be involved here uh, in the heat, getting points at home. Uh, money line has come in pretty heavily on uh, the Celtics, but the, the, the bets are bets are way Celtics, but the money is, is pretty even. 
Uh, and then the under is getting bet here early, Shime. 43% of the bets, but almost 65% of the money has come in on the under. That's actually moved. The total has gone from 198 down to 197 or 197 and a half. Uh, I am emotionally uh, scarred from last night. I've not been more wrong yep. about a game in a long time. So I don't have a lock or even a heavy lean early on. I keep thinking about something you've said over and over in these playoffs. The Celtics don't lose two in a row. So I'm wondering if that's your early lean, the two and a half, the money line, early thoughts as we are, what, uh, what, what, 20, 33 hours away from game seven. Yeah, undefeated coming off a loss in the playoffs. I'm riding Celtics. Six and two here. on the road. I, I, I have to. Six and yeah. two on the road. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Celtics money line. Uh, I also think the better play though, as of right now, this minute is the over. Um, okay. You saw it last night. Like when these two teams are actually playing basketball, they're gonna score over 200 points. Like it's just gonna happen. The the couple times it didn't was because the Celtic the the Heat couldn't hit a shot to save their lives. Yeah. And then in Game Five, both teams were atrocious from the floor but last night was more indicative i think of what these teams are uh and so if you get that again in game seven an elimination game uh i think this game definitely goes over 197 that to me seems way too low uh i also will take a look um give me one second i had it up i didn't see it maybe they've updated here in the last little bit i don't know if we have any player props listed but you going back to jason tatum for a second like the idea of he it's it's gonna go through him you know, and so I'm I'm not going to be afraid. Depending on where we have this thing, Tatum currently 28 and a half. I mean, I bet the over. I mean, it's yeah, I would as well. I think he's going for 30 at least. Um, I think I think he's shown that he's. I won't say he's immune to the, to the defensively of the Heat, but you know he's able to you know get other guys involved, but also last night get to the free throw line. So if I believe in Jason Tatum being a star, I think if, if they're going to win, he has to score 30. So I'd be interested there. The, the series prices obviously have all changed from yesterday, where the you, know, you you had to get all these numbers in now. Celtics going to win. Well, that didn't happen. They're still they're still minus one thirty. Uh, if you want to bet them in the series, so the Vegas still thinks that they're the, the most likely winner. Obviously, with two and a half points, uh, Heat or plus one ten. Uh, Tatum now minus one fifteen to be the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and the numbers have gone way up now on the Celtics to win the NBA championship. They're up to three to one to win the NBA championship, and Tatum's up to four to one to win the finals MVP. So I, I get after last night, not wanting to jump in, but that's why you're getting much better odds. If you want to look ahead, if you think Celtics are going to win tomorrow night, shine, there's much better odds now of them in the finals. Yeah. I, it's, I, I think the Celtics are going to win tomorrow. I, I just, I, I believe that this team is better than the heat. I believe that this team is the best team in the East. Uh, and I don't think they'll start losing a back to, they won't lose a back to back now after all season. That is basically what Ime Udoka has preached the second half of the season. I just don't think it's going to start now. Derek White also said it wouldn't be us if it was it wouldn't be us if it was easy. He had a great line after the game last night. So I, I as a positive, he played very well. Uh, yes, other role players did not. Grant stunk. Peyton Pritchard barely played. It was all on Jason and Jalen, like you said. Only two shots there in the fourth quarter. So uh, shines leaning uh, for the Celtics. Leaning he likes the over better uh, already right now. Taking some money going the under right now. I think Jason Tatum is going to score thirty. So I'll be interested. In the 28 and a half points, we'll have a, a much bigger breakdown tomorrow. More concrete thoughts uh, tomorrow morning uh, for this podcast. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I did not pay attention last night. I know the final score was the Avalanche one. How did Nate McKinnon do? Uh, Nate McKinnon did nothing. Uh, so we cashed on Avalanche in 60, which is nice. Loved that. Big fan of that. Um, but unfortunately, Nathan McKinnon did nothing. So, uh, I mean, he was on the ice for 
the most shifts in the game. He just didn't get a single. That's what you want. The opportunities, right? That's that's the whole point. Is he going to be out there? Is he going to get opportunities? He had it and couldn't cash in. Makes sense. Yep, exactly. But you know what? The Avalanche walk away winners. We hit on basically an even bet of Avalanche and 60. So I'll take it. Uh, we're anything today. I've not looked at the NHL schedule. Yes. So we have a game tonight, Carolina at the Rangers. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going Rangers. Carolina doesn't win on the road. Uh. They only win at home. This game's good. This series is going seven. It's going back to Carolina for a game seven. <laughs> Give me the Rangers on the money line minus minus one fifteen. Okay. Any player props you want to play with that or not? Nothing there. No, I'm just going to stick to that. Get, uh, stick to the Rangers pick. I don't know. I, the Rangers are kind of, uh, a relatively versatile team. Uh, same with hurricanes. They don't have one. Just stud that's going to rack in points for them. So I am going to uh, stick with the money line. I would give you Red Sox, folks, but they, they've named a starter the Orioles have for the first game today. Uh, it's Jordan Lyles. By the time you hear this, the game, I think, is going to be underway. They're playing this weird doubleheader thanks to COVID. Uh, and the, oh, not COVID. The lockout and pushing the schedule back. So uh, the, the team total crushed yesterday, as we said it would. Uh, and I, I think it's, you know, Lyles, and I don't care if it's just tonight, if you want to keep firing in on team totals, we, we give that to Tyler Devitt over last night at Lord Hobo. He cashed on that too. Like, I, I think it's okay, Shime. The Orioles have a bad pitching staff. The Red Sox are locked in. Um, and their team total, you know, four and a half, five, five and a half. I'd play it both times today. I, they're going to score. Oh, yeah, runs absolutely. Yep, I completely agree. I think this team, I mean, they are mashing right now. There's no way about it. We talked about pick your right-handed batter last night and you're going to have success. And what do you know? Bogart hits a dinger. Yep. Uh, and, and so... I. I think it's going to be very similar today. Uh, just find Red Sox run total props, find you know total bases for certain hitters, and and just ride with it because that's. I mean, this Red Sox offense right now is lighting it. Team up. totals five and a half. I'm betting it. I mean, uh, that's yeah. It's twelve. It's twelve ten. The first pitch, so I'll, I'll have time to get uh, my stuff in for this afternoon. But I'll be betting the team total. But it's a little bit tougher for the later stuff today. We don't know the, the pitching matchup, but. Anywhere near that number, they feel like they are on an offensive uh, run right now. And again, this this humidity, this type of weather, I uh, just saw it last night. The ball flies out of Fenway Park. The balls are certainly different. I don't care what baseball says. Overs are way up. But uh, team total Red Sox for sure against the Orioles here as part of this doubleheader. We got a little bit of uh, – we got a little sweat going in the PGA Ch- – not PGA Championship, the Charles Wobb Challenge. We gave out Chris Kirk at 50-1 to pre-tournament. He is now 12-1, to Shime, and just a couple shots off the lead. Yep. Uh, Stuart Sink did not make the cut. Abraham Answer did not make the cut. Webb Simpson is uh, in just outside the top 10. We have him for a top 20 bet. But Chris Kirk yep. at 50 to 1. A little bit of action here heading into the weekend. Yeah, you're looking pretty good here, Mutt, heading into the uh, the final two days. Uh, he'll tee off much later this afternoon. Yep. But, uh, I mean, he's played really well. 66-67, so there's some consistency there. Uh, and he looks good. So, I mean, there's there's some opportunity there if uh, Scotty Scheffler doesn't, you know, light the world on fire some more. Yeah, he's having the most unbelievable PGA season I've seen. He's at six wins yep. already. He had no wins forever. Um, and he just shows up and just consistently plays well. My, I uh, Going into the weekend, um, if, you, if you want to bet – Scotty Scheffler, I guess you can. I, I'm never, ever, ever going to bet. plus 175. I'm not like, betting a plus 27. I'm not betting a plus. And here's the other thing. There's a lot. The wind is picking up. The next couple afternoons, the later tee times, including Chris Kirk, unfortunately, they're going to catch uh, much more wind there in Texas. So I would not be shocked to see a little bit of a leaderboard switch uh, over the next uh, you know couple of days here. Uh, and I will tell you the couple of prices I wouldn't be afraid to play. I was going to tee off in a little bit. Mito Pereira, who's 60 to 1. To win this thing, obviously choked away the PGA Championship. That iron shot he had yesterday was ridiculous. He had every right, Shime, to show up here like Will Zalatoris did, play two rounds, pay, uh, 
uh, get a private jet and leave. Like he, yep. the way he melted down in the 18th hole of a major last week, I didn't know if he'd show up or not. He showed up yesterday, fired a low round. The fact that he made it for the weekend, I think it's going to be contention in 60 to one. I'd be interested. Uh, and the other guy right above him, actually Cam Davis, who no one's ever heard of the Australian. He's 35 to one. He's three shots off the lead, but this dude pounds the ball. Uh, the wind should not be an issue. So if you're looking for some longer prices and dibble dabble, that could be in the mix heading into Sunday, 60 to one Mito Pereira, uh, and then 35 to one on Cam Davis. But I think Christian, you, I, had, Chris, you had given out your Webb Simpson pick prior, and he's he's just outside the top ten. He's still twenty nine to one too. Oh wow! Um, to finish, so at least on Fanduel, I didn't see what he was on draft. Twenty eight to one, so, um, pretty so close. if he's pretty close, yeah. So I mean that that if you if you're confident in the way Webb Simpson's playing, I think that's not a bad approach if you want to get back in a little. As bit. we're seeing it, his top ten vet just going from plus one fifty to plus one thirty. Someone just bet him, yeah, on DraftKings. So uh, what else? Any other action shine for the day? Uh, no, for the day, I'm taking it easy. I got a one-year-old's birthday party to attend to, so I'm going to stuff my face with ice cream, and then I'm going to come home and uh, watch, hopefully, the Rangers beat the Hurricanes. Yeah, we got a graduation party. It's only like two hours away, so I'll be in the car for four Oof. hours today. Look forward to it. That's fine. I'll pay, pay it off tomorrow by watching golf uh, and <laughs> exactly. uh, game seven tomorrow. All right, you can help us out, folks. We get this to you seven days a week. Uh, I, the mood today, I'm thankfully shy to be laugh a couple times, but the mood, not great off the Celtics loss. Help us out here. Not Make us smile. Subscribe to the podcast feed, iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app. Very simple to find. And uh, leave a review uh, with some of the big bets you've had. Maybe some of the Prince of Puck reviews. Shime, just, yeah, hey, I've cashed this much money on the Prince of Pucks over the years. Yeah, I mean, Robert California has done a great job of oh, yeah. us whenever he cashes in, which I love to see. So anytime you cash in, you, you hit a Prince of Pucks parlay uh, or even just a straight up money line. And you're like, hey, Prince of Pucks, thank you. That's all we care. That's all we like to see. You know, we like to see that you're listening and involved, and and I'm glad I can win you some money. 15, 20 minutes of Boston-centric gambling talk. Uh, we'll see if we can get Chris Kirk to make a run today. we got some hockey. See if the Red Sox can score runs. And then we're back tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, uh, for a big, big Celtics preview for Game 7. Sean, have a good Saturday at the birthday party, buddy. And don't, don't, you don't go first with the cake. The kids yeah, get this reminder. The kids get the cake first. I know, I know. But luckily there's going to be like a, the, the theme is an ice cream party. So oh. there's going to be a ton of ice cream for your boy to just, uh, just stuff. His I'm going to need some Instagram pics. I'm going to need some shots Done. on the gram. Easy. But it's there for, all right, we'll talk tomorrow morning, but thanks. <laughs> all right, Matt. See ya.